Welcome to Holistic Human Performance Podcast. My name is Jenna Bradshaw, where we talk all things holistic health, wellness, spirituality, fitness, meditation, energetics, and so much more to help you become the healthiest version of yourself. Let's dive in. This is not medical advice. This is simply to help you on your journey through health, fitness, and wellness. I hope this helps. You can complement this with anything that you are doing currently in your life. Enjoy. Everyone, and welcome to another episode of Holistic Human Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna Bradshaw. And today we have a special guest, Dennis Eckelbarger. We met online. We met via social media on Instagram. I was watching his content. I thought it was so awesome. He puts out really amazing content regarding all like health, wellness, holistic living. And I saw his story and I was like, Hey, want to come on the podcast? And here we are. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Why don't you um, tell us a little bit about your story and kind of how you ended up, you know, really living out this, this holistic lifestyle. Yeah, of course. Um, so it started for me about eight years ago, I was working like a manual labor job. Um, I was working manual labor job because I actually dropped out of college because I just didn't really like school, Um, which is fine. Yeah. I always saw myself as more of an entrepreneur. Um, but after graduating high school, my parents, uh, through a big graduation party for me and I got a bunch of money and I just felt like I had to go to school. It was kind of just what people expected. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went for a couple of years and I ended up stop. I stopped going cause I didn't want to take out any student loans. And cause I know a lot of people struggle with those for years and sometimes even their whole life. Mm-hmm. And I started working a labor job, um, to make more money from all the money that I spent in college. Of course. And in, in that time, um, I started experiencing symptoms of what I later found out was a disease called ankylosing spondylitis. But for years, um, I didn't know what was going on. And I always lived a very healthy lifestyle. I played a lot of hockey throughout my my whole life, high-level hockey, and won state championships, did all that stuff. So I was very active and very healthy. And what happened is like, I would wake up in the morning and I wouldn't be able to walk. Um, It took me like maybe even 15 to 30 minutes just to get out of bed and put a pair of pants on and tie my shoes to get out the door. And and that doesn't include the time getting ready. That's just like the physical getting out of Mm -hmm. bed and getting out the door. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what was wrong. Um, I saw doctors for years and they just told me that I was like stressed out and I just had too much stress in my life, which was weird because there was really no stress at all aside from just working. And then fast forward a few years, just dealing with those symptoms on and off, typically they would last for like a month or so. Um, I, I moved to California um, to start a business. And then I, I finally saw some doctors at UCLA that, you know, when my pain got really bad, they asked me if I had these symptoms before. And I was like, yeah, I've been dealing with this for years. And fortunately, I, I bumped into a good doctor and they decided to run some blood tests and they tested me for HLA B27, which is ankylosing spondylitis. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, you have this autoimmune disease. You should take this uh, prescription drug or biologic called Humira. And I was like, 
okay. So they, they literally brought me downstairs within a couple hours of probably within an hour of doing the blood test. And they were, they gave me a box of, with a self-inject shot called Humira. And they're like, all right, well, here it is. You know, we can do it for you right now, or you can inject this in your stomach when you get home. And you, by the way, you have to do it every 15 days for the rest of your life. And I was like, what? holy cow, like from being complete, like eating really well, like, you know, taking everything into consideration that I'm putting into my body. And now you're just telling me I have to put this medication in my self inject this medication in my stomach every 15 days. And oh, by the way, if you want to travel, you have to, you know, pre order some of these carry it in like a lunchbox that's on ice, and take it with you everywhere you travel. And I was I, I, I told them No, I don't want to do it right now. I'll do it when I get home. Um, and then I actually just took it out to, to my car and like cried for, for like 15 minutes because yeah. I just felt like my life was flipped upside down. Um, so that really got me into learning about the autoimmune disease and inflammation in the body entirely. And I just went home and I started researching on top of everything that I had been doing already to kind of fight inflammation. Cause I knew that I had inflammation in my body. I just didn't know what it was or where it was coming from. Mm. Um, but then for the next two, three years, um, I just tried everything. I like tried every diet. I tried every anti-inflammatory food that you could ingest. I, I, I tried pretty much everything exercises, yoga, Mm. ice baths um i mean like i tried almost everything and and now actually now that i've like been doing all this research i i learned that there, i've learned that there's a ton more things that you can do actually um which is super cool because i love learning new things and different things that have worked for other people so yeah that's that's pretty much how i've got to where i am today um and then it was about well I was running a business in LA and when, when COVID happened, I realized that everybody that was online was thriving and being that the entrepreneur that I was, I saw, I saw an opportunity and I was like, I need, I need to be online. Like, what am I doing? And I was in a, I was in a completely different business mm. and it, it took a huge hit during COVID like many businesses did. So I, I started like really trying to figure out what I was going to do, but never, never actually took action until maybe just a few months ago. Uh, when I sold my old business, I completely exited and I could start fresh and start new with no restrictions, nothing holding me back. So that brought me to pretty much where I am today, um, where I moved out of the country and I just post content about healing and health and longevity and just just letting people know that there's like all these options because I think so many people rely on medication and so a lot of people think it's the only option because it's you know marketed to us pretty much every day every way shape and form um and I think that people just need to be aware and it's been super cool since I've started putting myself out there that I get a lot of messages from people that are like I didn't know this or you know I I encourage them to like further research the stuff that I that I talk about because on Instagram reels, which is where most of my content is right now. It's just like a minute to a minute and a half. So it's, it's really hard to get everything out that you want to say in that short time period. Um, but it needs to be like catchy and stuff too, to, to, you yeah. know, reach a lot marketable. Of so, yeah. 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 There's, there's, there's definitely some, some strategy and like the way that I post things and I guess script them, say them. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely want to, you know, do longer form content. Um, 
that's coming soon. But yeah, that's that's been the journey in in a nutshell. I mean, that, that was over eight years of of all that that time. So that's probably the best way I can sum it up, short and sweet. That's really cool. No, I love that because I think it's important to note that literally every person that honestly I've interviewed and has come on to the show their journey has been a long process. It didn't happen overnight. And they all said the same thing where they did their own research and they had to find other doctors and find other options. And they were like, oh, I didn't know that this was even an option. So that's why I resonated with your content. I'm like, ah, oh, it's so refreshing to see that, you know, someone is actually talking about and you're, you utilize research as well, which is really cool. And honestly, really impressed with how short of a time frame that you get the information in. And it's also very like catching at the same time. I mean, it caught my eye. I was like, oh, this guy knows what he's talking about. This is pretty cool. Um, so you. I think that's amazing. And it's cool how you like started from one industry and then obviously the pandemic flipped everything upside down, but it was cool how it like kind of I guess shook you up a little bit and was like, Hey, this is actually what you need to be doing, which is really awesome. So I commend you on that. Um, out of curiosity with the autoimmune disease that you were going through, what were some of your symptoms like? Yeah. So the, the biggest symptom, uh, I, I would say the one that affected me the most often was the inflammation in the back. Um, so a lot of people, will like when I started having these issues, well, after I knew what the autoimmune, autoimmune disease was, I started jumping on Facebook groups, um, ironically enough. And mm -hmm. there, there's, there's tens, hundreds of thousands in, in one of the groups, there's over 100,000 people, but it just like showed me like, holy cow, like, I'm, I'm definitely not the only one dealing with this. Right. Um, and the people need help, like, and, you know, there's communities, of course, where people are helping each other. Um, but the biggest thing that I had was, was the pain in the back. Like, like I said, it, it like to put on, you know, I, I'm a guy. So, and I worked a manual labor job. So on a good day, I could wake up and be out the door ready for work in less than five minutes. Um, but those mornings where the pain was just excruciating, it, it literally would take me 30 minutes to like, just get out of bed. And that was, that was like the most significant pain that I had. But then I also had probably had like about a dozen outbreaks of what's called iritis. And when I tell people about this, they're like, you just made that up because it sounds so ridiculous. Uh, it's like arthritis in your eyes. Like it's literally what it sounds like, but the, it just, it just sounds ridiculous. But basically what happens is like, you get so much inflammation in your eyes that you know, if they're, if it's not treated, which for me, the first time it wasn't treated for like four days, um, which was super bad. Like if you have pain in your eyes, like go, go see somebody immediately. Immediately. Yeah. It's like, you'll, you, you have two eyes and once your vision's gone, it's gone. Um, so yeah, the, the first time that I had it again, obviously I had no idea what it was. And, um, I was, I was living at home at, at the time. Um, and I was like, Hey mom, like my eye hurts. Like She's like, oh, like, look at it. You know, does the mom check? She like, whatever, kisses it, says, yeah, it looks good. It's just a little red. You probably got something in there. So I was like, all right, like went the day with like an irritating eye. And then the next day it was worse. And I was like, mom, uh, like my eye really hurts. Like maybe we should go to the doctor. And she's like, ah, oh, you're tough. Like your eyes just working something out. There's something in there. <laughs> okay. 
went went the third day and i i'm not kidding like i couldn't open my eye like i i opened it like this it was just like so swollen and inflamed and like as soon as it saw light the light of day or like air hit it it just started pouring tears and it was bloodshot red um and my mom's like oh <laughs> we need to get you in <laughs> And I was like, yeah, like, I've been trying to tell you this for two days, but uh, it got so bad. And um, yeah, I was, I like legally went blind. It actually happened in both eyes where I was like legally blind at one point. Oh my goodness. Because um, I waited so long. It took, it took like five to six weeks to get the, to get the swelling to go down. So I took like one eye drop. I don't remember the protocol exactly. Cause I was taking four different eye drops mm. um, in one eye and one of them let's just say I had to do it like every six or eight hours, if I remember correctly. And it, it just dilates your pupil to, to relieve the inflammation, like as big as the color of your eye. So like you look crazy, like you like one eye looks like you're on drugs or something because one eye, the pupil is like this. And when you're in like broad daylight, your normal eye, like the pupil is minuscule. Right. Um, so I was doing that. And then there's, you know, another, a number of other eye drops to just relieve the pressure and they're, they're like steroid drops to, to help the the inflammation go away so um the i think overall the eye pain if not treated is certainly worse than the back pain or was certainly worse than the back pain um but like i said once you kind of know what you have it's it's pretty easy to treat it with eye drops mm. um, but the best case scenario is just like killing all the inflammation before it comes so right you know, being preventative yeah exactly so that those were like the two most excruciating things that I've experienced from it but um, mm. yeah being in the Facebook groups I mean it's it's really just wrecking people from like I mean starting at the neck all the way down to the ankles and in even in into the feet so it affects everybody differently like all inflammation does um, mm -hmm. but yeah I just knew that that was not a way that I wanted to, to live my life with either the medication or the pain so right I just researched everything to figure out how to prevent it so your plan of attack was research first that. So what was your next move? Cause I almost view it as like chess. It's like, all right, what's my next, what's my next move? Cause you already have the, the fitness side down and it seems like the nutrition, but what was like your next move to moving towards this, you know, holistic lifestyle? Yeah. Um, that's a great question because I think this is something that really goes overlooked for a lot of people. And actually I have a, a, a real lined up for it tomorrow, actually. But, uh, the, what I think was like one of the biggest things for me, especially while I was in LA, um, running my business, um, being an entrepreneur and starting a business, especially in Los Angeles, where it's like ridiculously priced, Right. there's a lot of stress and like the stress around you is, I mean, it's, it's just everywhere. Like everyone it's the, it's a rat race in LA. Um, yeah. and, and, and I knew that, I knew that stress was a huge factor in all of this. So like, yeah, like you mentioned, I had the diet down. Um, I, I moved my body a lot, which, you know, if it's bearable, like move your body. And I knew that I was under a lot of stress. I was working like 60 plus hours every week. Um, and just, between like Los Angeles and business and everything that I was going through, I was just like, I, this, and, and not really truly loving the business. That was like probably the hardest part. Yeah. I knew that I had to get out of it. Um, and, and the, the timeframe 2020 of COVID was actually like a really good time to kind of take a step back. And I think a lot of people did that in that timeframe, you know, you get to spend more time with family or friends. Well, you know, 
you were, yeah. you weren't supposed to, but <laughs> whenever you could. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can talk to him more. Um, right. so yeah, that like really made me take a step back and like start exploring other options. And for that whole time period, I knew that I had to get out of my business, but I had this like valuable asset that I didn't want to just like walk away from. So I waited it out. Um, did something that I really didn't want to do and, and incurred more stress by starting, you know, get, got things going again. Um, but it was worth it to, to be able to exit and, and sell it. So I, I basically just eliminated like 90% of the stress in my life, which was my last business. And I mean, stress is definitely inevitable. I mean, you yeah. literally stress your body every time you work out, but it's, you know, the amount of stress that we put ourselves under and, a lot of people that are in like unhealthy relationships or, I mean, there's like these factors of stress that people don't even realize that they have in their lives. And I think that's like so important to manage um, because stress is like detrimental. So, Oh my gosh. As I was detrimental. Doing, yeah, Absolutely. As I, was, as I was doing all the research, I was like, wow, I need to like get out of this business if I want to like truly heal, like, cause this business is not for me. Mm. Um, so that's, that's like really where I put a lot of my focus. And then like, you know, in that, in that time period, I was like doing all the extra stuff that I could do, like ice baths and saunas and learning a ton about gut health, which I think a lot of people overlook. I, th I think a lot of doctors aren't even like super familiar with it because it's like relatively new research in the last five years or so. Um, and I think like, I really think like gut health is like the new thing in, in like the healing industry, because um, it's just like, I mean, obviously it's your, your second brain as everyone says, but it's, you know, it's like connected to your brain and every, and it's just like so important. And, and it's just so often overlooked. Like we eat all this stuff that we don't think will have any repercussions, you know, maybe it has some sugar, but like, you know, what's that going to do? It's like, I, I have a few sweets like every day. So that's, that's where I've started putting a lot of my, my energy into is the, is the gut health as well. So yeah, but the, the, the stress is the biggest one that I took action on after the diet and exercise. Mm, that's good. I love that. And you're right. A lot of people do overlook stress and it's really the, what I've noticed at least working with clients and students and just observing, right. It's just, they don't realize that the people that surround them and maybe the work environment that they're in is actually playing the biggest role on whatever dis-ease or however they're feeling, whatever their symptoms may be. And it's actually making it so much worse. So again, commendable for taking like that first line of action where you're like, I got to get out of this business. <laughs> it's not, it's not, you know, serving me well. And it's really cool too, like all divine timing, right? Where it's like you, obviously the pandemic happened, but that was kind of like probably the prompt for you where you're like, I got, I got to get out of here. Like I got to I got to end this business. I got to move on from it. And I got to help people in a different way. That probably was pretty rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was definitely a, a leap of faith. Um, I, you know, just like jumping in front of a camera and like putting yourself out there is something that a lot of people, I mean, like I was scared to do it. Like you, you just like think all these bad thoughts come to your brain of like what people are going to think and like if I say something wrong and at the end of the day, you just, you just 
just like anything, you just got to do it. You just got to yeah. put yourself out there. I mean, from every time I've put myself out there, whether it was business or content or whatever it was, like, it's always been good. So, I mean, sure, yeah, you can fall on your face, but it's always going to pay off if you just stick to it. So that's that's a, a lesson that I would take away for sure. Love that. Now, how do you feel today after like all the healing and everything that you've done? Like, how do you have any of those symptoms still? Like, how are you feeling? Yeah, I feel really good. Um, I will say, I mean, like I literally have no symptoms. They do arise every once in a little while. I, when I do something dumb, like for example, (laughs) now that I'm out of Los Angeles and there's, there's great things about LA too. Don't get me wrong, but I believe that there's more great things being out of LA to be completely honest with you. Um, And now, now I live in Bali, Indonesia. So like life out here is just like amazing. And like every day, I'm just super thankful to be able to walk out my door and go surfing or go to the beach or get a smoothie bowl for like $2. That's Um, But, uh, but like, there's, there's just like so much to, to, to be thankful for and to like to move on with. And I'm, I I don't feel like any pain, like on a day-to-day basis, but I did get tempted by a pizza. This was a few weeks ago. And I knew, I know for myself, like different things affect different people. Right. Um, That gluten is like, I can have it in small amounts. Mm. And I just like had been eating so healthy for so long. I was like, ah, I can get away with a piece of pizza. So I ordered a pizza and I planned on sharing it with some friends that I was sitting with. And by the time the pizza came out, they had all finished their dinners and they were full. And I think one or two people took a slice, but I ended up eating the rest of it. And I was like, I'll be <laughs> fine. And then the next day it was like, so not worth it. Um, I definitely felt like a lot of pain. I was like limping a little bit for like two or three days. Um, so yeah, now, I mean, now I learned my lesson. I, I just don't eat pizza anymore. Even out here, like I, you know, a lot of people talk about how, um, the wheat in like Europe is better than America by 10 times, um, just by the quality of which it's made. And I, you know, I gave, I gave Indonesia its test, um, on the quality of wheat, but I, I don't think it's worth it. <laughs> so I would avoid it. <laughs> but no, other than that, I feel like incredible. I surf every day. I, I go to the gym like four or five times a week. Um, Yeah, just like knowing how to eliminate all the inflammation so that it doesn't affect my life is like the the, probably the best thing that I could have ever done. And like you, you said it where it was like, I know that pizza or gluten gets me. A lot of people don't know their triggers. And I think that that's a super important place to start what foods trigger you like for me and I I'm the same as you like when you eat healthy for so long you have something that your body's just not used to forget it like it's a game over <laughs> like mm-hmm. MSG for me I can't have it I literally instantly get a migraine and I will projectile vomit so I'm like I'm not gonna oh, wow. even I'm not even gonna do that but that's that like how crazy is that that this is what our food does like these this is what we're we're given and you're like wait why am I getting so sick from from food that's crazy I thought it was whole fresh food no it's not they put so much garbage in our food today that we have to be extremely um aware of you know reading labels and obviously it's going to be different like wherever you're at in the world but 
you know, in America, I mean, the American standard diet really isn't cutting it. And I'm sure that plays a huge role in so many of these different diseases that people are being, you know, diagnosed with. And um, I think the key takeaway is to know your body so well that you're like, "Mm, that's a trigger for me. I'm not even going to do it. Listen, we get tempted here and there. But then again, like you said, you were like, I was limping for two to three days. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely wasn't worth it. Um, The pizza was delicious, but (laughs) certainly not worth it. And I do think like that's, that's the hard part for a lot of people is figuring out what foods trigger them because I mean, there's so many different things that it could be. And like, I, I mean, I did the elimination diet and yeah. years ago and it sucks. Like it's a horrible diet. <laughs> like yeah. you literally eliminate everything. Um, but it, it's really like, it can really help kind of figure out what kind of foods like cause inflammation in your body. And it's, yeah, it's wild with like the standard American diet. Um, and I dive a lot into that on my content because like, I think it's, it, it's, it's really all just so corrupt, um, from yeah. like the manufacturing all the way down to like the medicine that they're prescribing. And mm-hmm. I don't, I don't really want to dive into that because it's a little controversial at, at, in some areas, but, um, but yeah, it's just like it, figuring out what foods are inflammatory can, can just take a lot of time. Um, because like when you're working on like, let's just say gluten, for example, uh, you know, and you're trying to avoid foods that have gluten, like you might eat one little thing that has gluten and not have known it, or you just really have to like dive into the the ingredients and break down everything. And it's a step, step-by-step process that unfortunately like takes time. And it's not something you can just like go to the doctor and, you know, uh, how they test for, um, like food sensitivities. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Like, or, or like allergies, like what you're allergic to. It's not like something that you can just like figure out super quick. It's just something that you have to put in the time and figure out for yourself because it's different for everyone again. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Thank you so much. This was a great conversation. Yeah, thank you. Before we sign off, do you have any words of wisdom for the listeners? I would say kind of through everything that I've experienced in life, like just keep going. Uh, Like there's going to be, of course, pain, there's going to be like hardships, there's going to be challenges and roadblocks, or however you want to call it. Um, But just don't give up. Because like, at the end of the day, like, if you put your mind to anything, like, you can you can literally achieve everything that you put your mind to. And I I really learned that. And even before I started like tackling this autoimmune disease, I, I learned that like, in business, like, I moved to California with this like crazy dream to like, run this company. And within like six months, I was like doing things that I never thought I was capable of. So, and the best thing I really like highly encourage most people do to do is to like, get out of like the environment that you're comfortable in. Um, not necessarily going to Los Angeles, but uh, just like <laughs> leave your, leave your hometown, leave like the people that, I mean, of course they they love and care and support you, but like to really experience like your what you're truly worth, like sometimes you have to just get away from everything, even if it's for like three, six months, like even if it's, it's a short time period. Mm-hmm. Um, but just put yourself out there and and get your get uncomfortable because that's where I found all my growth. And I know a number of other people have as well. Absolutely. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, thank so, you. So where can people find you? 
Um, mostly on right now I'm growing on, uh, Instagram. Uh, we have some other things in the works. So on Instagram, it's Denny underscore doer, D U R E, which I'm having some, I'm, I'm working on the back end on like programs and a website on all that. So that will cool. be coming out soon as well. Yeah. I'm, it, it's a lot of work, like learning this whole like social media internet Don't. game is a completely new business for me. I've seen that you have like kind of Don't everything. Get- don't get me started. <laughs> it's a you lot can, I mean, of work. The, the podcast, the 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 content, the yeah, you you've got a lot of stuff going. I, I checked it out. I was like, holy cow! Yeah, and you got to talk to you off air on. Uh, yeah, for sure. On, you know, <laughs> but yeah, Listen. Instagram Denny Doer is the is the pretty much where everything's at right now. Cool, awesome guys! If you haven't checked out his content, I highly suggest it. I definitely think it would be very helpful. And, you know, if you like this episode, like, share, subscribe, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.